everyone, this is your host Danny, and here's what you can expect on today's episode of Opinioneering. Hope you all enjoy it. Camp Man. My space. What? Oh. <laughs> and he's the only guy we know who's gone to seminary. <laughs> Dude, my mom used to say that to me when dropping me off at school, but I think some of it just like hit so close to home. <laughs> the whole time you're watching and you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> I think he's a good looking guy. Like when they're playing putt putt Jesus golf. <laughs> it is seminary student approved. <laughs> so how's your week going, Jay? Mm, tired. Tired. Actually, well, yeah, that's true. But it's been fun because I just been uh, slowly working my way through the new uh, Spidey game. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit before in a previous episode. I have to say. It does not disappoint. No, it does not. It does not. It it was just enough nostalgia of the original. Like even when he's like he's he's like just 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 swinging. When he's just swinging, it felt yeah. like I was like a kid again when I first played it. And just hearing you know Spider Man's like inner dialogue, being like, oh man, hopefully I get to go hang out with like Mary Jane tonight or something. I'm like, oh okay, like yeah. Just the feel of it was very very recognizable mm. to the point where I was like, I I enjoy this. Yeah, I practically don't even play the story. I'm just me like, neither. Let me just swing. I'm almost done. dude. I'm almost done with our side stories, and I have j- only on the side, well, not the side stories, the side challenges. Uh-huh. I'm almost done with the backpacks, with the um, the science centers, with the landmarks. Yeah, with Black Cat. I'm almost done with all of them, and uh, Peter uh, in the story. Peter just went to Mary Jane's to cook dinner. Oh, okay. I don't know how much more I have to go in the yeah. story, but I'm almost done with everything else. <laughs> the fighting, my only thing is like, as the game progresses and I've gotten better, I, or I've unlocked more skills, it's like a, a little better, but the fighting just feels so weak. Like, even the sound design around it, it's like, pah, pah, pah. like you're Spider-Man, you got super strength, that's the best you could do? <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> no, like, Batman, Arkham, effed me up. Every single time I see, you know, someone trying to punch me, I hit yeah. triangle. Yes. All the time. That was me for like hours and hours. <laughs> it took me like literally, I don't even know how many hours to retrain it. my muscle memory. I still do it. I still do it to this day. And, okay, a piece of me wants to go back in time to when they created the Batman Arkham games, Arkham Asylum games, mm-hmm. and the gameplay that Spider-Man has now that he, because I remember, how, like, it was just a little bit unbelievable how Batman would, like, jump across <laughs> the room right. to punch people kind of a thing, and then jump back and, like, have, like, 30, you know, 100 combo yeah. hit. And I was like, okay, like, I don't Batman can't propel him 100 feet, but Spidey can. Right. So if they kind of twisted it that, because in this one, Spider-Man has, like, a, like make a five or six punch combo, yeah. but if you tie it in with the web, that he yanks them towards them, and then you beat him up again, and then you hit him up in the air, and then you kind of have to combo it all together within a certain radius. Mm-hmm. That would have been better for Batman. Yeah. And then what Batman has would have been better for Spidey. Yeah. I think so. Like, going around everywhere. <laughs> well, we're going to get started on today's episode. Before that, we are going to announce what we're drinking tonight and our special guest on for the episode. We are drinking... Jason, what are we drinking tonight? 
Uh, what are these called again? Hulks? Incredible Hulks? Yeah, that's what Jared told me. So it is a delicious, summery, summer-appropriate mixture of hypnotic Hennessy Sprite, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is one shot of Hennessy, two shots of hypnotic, and the rest Sprite in a 16-ounce glass, and you mix that all up. And... The guy who taught it to us was named my brother-in-law, Jerry. He's actually done some episodes with us. Um, he's American hero. American hero. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and you just mix it all up. It's actually pretty good. It's pretty yummy. Um, called Incredible Hulks. So for this episode, we had to call in a specialist. Well, before we do that, let's, oh, okay. should we talk about why why okay. he's a specialist? Okay, yeah. I'll give a backstory. No, 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 no. Well, no, or at least what's our topic? Oh, yeah, that's all I'll do. Yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah. why he's a specialist. He goes to school. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so first and foremost, we, we were, uh, reached out to by, um, uh, someone who does promotion for, for this movie, from some producers for this movie that was created, um, in Michigan. And it's a movie called Camp Mana. They reached out to us on Instagram saying, Hey, we'd like you guys to review our movie and, you know, you know, tell us what you like about it and stuff like that. And just, you know, tell people about it and so on and so forth. Go ahead. Um, here's some links, go ahead and, you know, watch it kind of a thing. And, uh, this movie, Camp Mana, let me just read you a synopsis real quick. It is, Ian Fletcher, a quote-unquote non-believer, is shipped off to a backwards Christian camp where he is forced to compete in and survive a biblical-themed Olympiad known as the God Games at a place called Camp Mana. So, uh, a little bit more on this movie. It's a stylistic throwback t- to um, the summer camp films of, of like the 80s and 90s. Um, camp Man is a story of a Christian camp turned upside down by the arrival of a wayward new kid, Ian Fletcher. Sorry, I was just reading a little bit more from IMDb. It stars Gary Busey. Um, everyone knows crazy-ass Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Tatro. Um, Jimmy Tatro uh, claimed to fame... Uh, you know, years ago was uh, YouTube. He had, he was a YouTube star um, and Vine star up and coming. Uh, well, not up and coming now. He was way back then. <laughs> He's really funny now. And then also some um, some kids in the movie: Joey Morgan, Brett Johnson, um, uh, Evan Coons plays Bradley Summers, the um, the camp counselor, and um, Luke Klein plays Ian Fletcher, the lead role. This movie was directed by two directors: Eric Scott Johnson and Eric. I don't want to butcher the name, but Machiela, Machila. I'm so I'm so sorry. I feel so bad for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Eric M. <laughs> it was also written by Eric uh, by the two Eric's, Eric Scott Johnson and Eric uh, Machila. Uh, Machila. So sorry. Um, again, starring Gary Busey, Jim T- uh, Jimmy Tetro, uh, Joey Morgan, and Luke Klein. Sorry. Um. So the reason why Jay, Jay do you want to add anything else before I introduce our special guest? Nope. Nope. Okay. Oh, so sounds good. So that is a kind of premise on the movie. They reached out to us. They wanted us to do it. It's an independent film. Um, we'll get into a review of it, break it down a little bit, what our thoughts were, um, writing, directing, uh, story, acting. But our special guest is actually a special guest that we've had before on the show, Kyle Stratton. You guys remember he was on two months ago with our Batman 10-year anniversary, The Dark Knight. We did uh, the, the, the trailer trash and also the Joker standalone film. Kyle, say hi. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. So the reason why, Jay, would you like to announce why we brought Kyle onto the show? 
So here's the reason why, guys. <laughs> so we, <laughs> because we are reviewing a movie about Christian-themed camps, we knew we had to bring in an expert. And he's the only guy we know who's gone to seminary. <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't want to be the people that like throw Kyle under the bus or anything like that. But Jason and I grew up in the church as well. So this movie was actually... Well, I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. But So that's why we wanted to get someone else who's been in seminary, who's been around the church, so they can watch this movie and kind of just see what they thought about it and, and how they reacted to it and so on and so forth. So, Jay. Yes. I'm going to let you kick off overall thoughts. Not overall, just beginning, opening statement of this movie. Opening statement. You know how sometimes this movie, I don't think, was meant to be um, awkward cringe humor, but I think some of it just like hit so close to home. <laughs> like, the whole time you're watching it and you're like, oh. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. I think they did a really good job um, capturing my just- child. <laughs> <laughs> All the little, all the little quirks, and some of the more um, out there. In some cases, might be out there, like kind of references. But I think that they did a fair job. Like I never felt at any point watching it that they were like just skewering Christians. Yeah, I think yeah. they played fair. Um, but at the same time, it was like, so, oh my gosh, so uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> Like, I love, like, at the beginning, I mean, within the first five minutes, there's, like, we see that he's living with his aunt and uncle in Florida. And, okay, just to set the scene, you find out the kid is like, oh, yeah, his internal monologue's telling us, like, oh, I just became an orphan, and now I'm living with my aunt and uncle. And it cuts to a a card left on his, like, nightstand or something, and it says, like, Hey, buddy, Jesus has a plan. His parents just died. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like giving him a card. Jesus has a plan. Like, so cringy. And they're like, but here's the thing is that it's, I agree with you 100%. It is so cringy, but it's kind of like why so many people loved The Office. Yeah, exactly. Because they know a coworker like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. they know someone who's that awkward, like Michael Scott, that he does, like, something so stupid, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. And that's the thing, mm. is that all three of us grew up in the church, and we know, like, some of the things that that, like, when the, when the kid was, like, being let go to go to, <laughs> and he's, what did, what, did, what, did the, what did the aunt say, like, may uh, the Lord keep you and bless you and shine his... Trying to join on you? Shine yeah, something like that. I was yeah. like, oh, and I had to put my head down. And then like while we were watching the movie, Jason's like, what? And I was like, dude, my mom used to say that to me when dropping me <laughs> off at school. <laughs> like, it, it was something that hit like so, so close to home. But I agree with that. It wasn't in any way, it wasn't in any way like slander towards Christian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it didn't feel mean-spirited. Right. Mm. I think it was in, in, you know, reading the media kit that they sent me, um, the two, the writers and the directors, the two Eric's, they... um they grew up in the church as well. And so they, they knew, and, I, and you, you had to know that watching this movie. You're like, there's no way. Yeah, there's no someone... way you know that many inside references. <laughs> yes. <I'm> like... <laughs> that many that hit so close to home. Like church, youth camp talent show. Who's oh, like <laughs> pageants with altar call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not every amen ends in an altar call. <laughs> oh, so good. So, so, well, uh, like your first reactions, you 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 thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good it was a good movie. 
for me, the first thing that I thought is when you think indie film about a Christian camp, and then again, before I watched this, I, I read the, the press kit and uh, or the media kit, and they and, and, and in some of the questions in the FAQs. And they said like, "Hey, we didn't want this to be like a like come to Jesus type of movie. We didn't we didn't want any of that. We wanted it to be a natural comedy that people would in, would enjoy." And I think they hit that right on the mark. There's a lot of independent films that even I have watched that try to be funny, but they're really not. Like some of the comedy in here is so clever, and it had multiple different levels of comedy. And that's the one thing I liked among this movie. Like you have the old like 1980s comedy that like my older brother in law loves he loves like the happy gilmore and kind of like the slapstick people get you know hit in the head with stuff and they think that's utterly hilarious if it's done properly i think it's funny as well and they have that in here then they have that awkwardness like oh cringy comedy of like the newer kind of comedy that you know the office kind of had um and then they just had different levels of comedy and then even like the smart type of comedy like when they're playing putt putt jesus golf <laughs> and the and the holes are in his hands that was my favorite part hands down like that is so clever yeah like quite literally that's pretty clever when 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 people say hey we made a movie can you guys check it out yeah sure we'll check it out it it it, it exceeded my expectations totally that it was so clever and so well done that i think I think people that w- that didn't grow up in the church could have a good laugh, but people that do know the church, um, they 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 would be thoroughly enjoyed. I think I think they would be thoroughly enjoyed by yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Kyle, your first initial and uh, your thoughts and going forward. Yeah, a lot of what you guys have said already. Uh, it definitely exceeded expectations because you know, for one, comedy is it's such a hit miss type of genre. Yeah, you know, there are some great timeless comedies out there but a lot of the comedies end up watching are usually just eh, it's okay it's fun to do with friends you know but you never see it yourself right um but on top of that it was an indie film as well and i've seen some indie films it just seems like they went so far out of their way to not care about cinematography that it just like <laughs> it looks terrible um and within the first like five minutes of this even five seconds you realize hey this is actually a, a serious movie. This is actually a well done movie. Yeah. I can actually. Oh, you were saying like this. other indie films look terrible. This yeah. one did. This one. No, actually, it was, this one looked really good. Yeah, this one yeah. looked like really yeah, good. It, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised by that. And you know, the acting was actually very solid. You know, Gary Busey's always a fun guy to watch just because he's Gary Busey in small doses. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they hit the the type of comedy they're going for pretty well. I would say. Um, and I, I agree with you guys. Um, obviously, as a seminary student, I someone who raised in a church and still goes to church, but I, I was never really offended or felt attacked by this movie. Yeah. I felt this movie wasn't really making fun of faith. You know, I think at the end of it, you actually even got the impression that oh, somebody actually learned something from this overly cheesy Christian camp, you know, here. But I think that it it, it very accurately hits the weirdness of a lot of christian camps yeah um but and the end you also get the feeling that you know what we're all a little bit weird yeah so i i very solid movie definitely exceeded expectations so overall we thoroughly enjoyed it so move going into the movie a little bit more in in, in depth um just know that we're, we're we're covering all this with saying 
we thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was actually really good. We would recommend anyone to go watch it. And at the end of the show, we'll tell you guys where to go watch it, where to go rent it, and so you guys can go check it all out. It's actually uh, pretty freaking hilarious. So, <clears throat> so overall, okay, going into it, I I liked the 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 uh, how they ingrained a lot of the uh, the writing into this camp, mana. So you had like different camps, right? You had, I mean, and within this camp, you had different you know uh, cabins. So you had like uh, what were they, Kyle? Again, there was the uh, private. Okay, you, you, you got remember the uh, Passover privates. The Passover privates. The um, righteous regiment. No, the righteous right. No, there was the religious right. Oh, the- <laughs> and then there was the righteous regiment. The righteous regiment, and then there was the Bible. There was the uh, Salvation Squad. Also. Salvation Squad. Yeah. <laughs> so they 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 overlaid so much of like. Not inside jokes, but so like I, I I did go to Christian camps a lot growing up, and they did that. Yeah, and and it was so. Uh, again, I can't s- express how like awkward and funny like some of these things were. Um, and then they had like these games. Uh, the writing was so uniquely done. And like I said, going back to my earlier point, that the comedy was multi-layered. There was different types, you know, people getting hit in the head with, you know, golf balls or, you know, something like different things like that. So more slapstick. And then, and then there's a little bit, you know, deeper, serious moments like when Bradley's sitting around the campfire and he's having his <laughs> quote unquote uh, crisis of faith. Um, and it talks about how later on Gary Busey pulls him into the office and is just like, hey, we don't do that publicly. And it dealt with something that, you know, we've I've I've seen in the church and I've seen in my own personal life of, you know, family members like, no, no, no kind of thing. But. It is a good thing to keep going back and realizing why you believe what you believe. Yeah. And this guy Bradley actually was going through something like that. So I think it was good that you actually showcased some, not just just comedy, but actually showcased in a funny way, um, people in 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 where they have moments of vulnerability. And I really like that. I really loved how they <laughs> they I think did a really great job showing how like hilarious it is, like for especially in that kind of a setting of like a youth camp and there's all these like young guys there and, you know, one upping each other or whatever. But like everyone is like watching their language like who the H did that? <laughs> <laughs> like Are you serious? Ah. Oh. Dang! Yeah. Holy dang! Oh, holy dang, man! <laughs> Who the H E L L or double hockey sticks yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Who the H E double L are you? <laughs> That's the thing is that you know when I was younger in the church, everyone did want to do that. You know, everyone did that. Like, yeah, H-E, like oh, didn't say H E double hockey stick. Yep. <laughs> but it sets it up for a good contrast at the end of the movie. But it's really hilarious just how they like incorporated that and did such a good job of showing. Like just the like, I'm gonna toe the line, but I didn't cross. I yeah. did. Oh no, no, I didn't cross. <laughs> yeah, or even like when he's all like, oh, okay, sorry. Like a small MacGuffin in the movie, so a small little like a little set piece or a little something that I thought was just so so ingenious was the tattoo of Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> How many souls saved? And it's the sign of the fish. Why'd on you get the seventeenth one? <laughs> tattoo artist coming here this morning. Bro. Coming here now. <laughs> he's all like, "I'm making you my eighteenth one." <laughs> and then as he's like having his like video journal and he's like praying, praying during it, and he's all like, "You know, I do better in that scholarship, saving more people." <laughs> like it was just very cleverly done. Yeah. So yeah, the counselor, like the cool youth pastor counselor who has the the soul safe tattoo, I think is played brilliantly by Jimmy Tatro, the dude from Netflix's American Vandal. Mm. He's but, also in Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Boomer. Yeah. So yeah, he's Boomer's buddy. <laughs> 
So I just think he was like expertly cast yeah. as like just the right amount of like total douche. douche. <laughs> but at the same time, this enthusiastic like, hey guys, I'm the cool youth pastor that everyone wants to hang out with. Yeah. And then even like, the funny thing is that even he had like the right references. Yeah. You know, like even like everyone had a reference to some type, type of biblical scripture. You know, like, as mo- or what does he say to him when he pounds it? And he's like, stick with me and you shall inherit the earth. Or whatever. What does he say? <laughs> I don't remember. remember I think that? That, that's what it sounds like. You yeah, know, he probably. says something like that. It was just so... And it's funny. I wonder, I wonder how, how much these directors had to go back in their memory to remember all this. Or did they hire someone that still is in Christian... <laughs> camp dude what a job what a gig to be that guy like, <laughs> which just, one just talk about christian experiences for uh, like christian camp experiences for your job oh uh, <laughs> hire me i'm pretty sure I i've got some stories i'll, earn, some I'll stories. earn my pay <laughs> yeah. i got some stories just you know what give mm. me food that's all you don't have to pay me <laughs> give me food i'll give you some stories this one time and then, okay and also the skits when he's what is it like lifting for Jesus or something like <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Amen. Amen. So this is one of the FAQ questions. What's your biggest concern with faith based films? And then the director said, In our opinion, the biggest problem is that we're still making films with a faith based label. It's isolationists. Christians aren't watching LGBTQ mo- uh, f- films in the same way the other demographics aren't watching faith based films. It's simply preaching to the choir. We're not really interested in preaching in the preaching part. Our experience has been the most honest and impact films inherently reflect the values of their creators. If Christians are really concerned about ensuring that certain values are reflected in films, they should be empowering like-minded filmmakers, not making content that preaches to the choir. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's pretty true. That... We look for entertainment that kind of scratches a particular, you know, itch that we have in terms of genre or, you know, in some cases, even like belief system. And so I think that it it is important to not preach to the choir because like Kyle mentioned a few minutes ago, there are like 10,000 times 10,000. Like you just hear something's like a Christian movie and you're like, oh, pass. Yeah, eye rolls for me. Like, no. No, thanks. And so I don't know that I would call this a Christian. I mean, I think that's kind of the director's point in that statement is that it doesn't feel like, oh, watch this because it's a Christian movie. It just takes place in the setting of a Christian camp. Yeah. One of their quotes here is, this is a Christian movie as much as Happy Gilmore is a golfing movie. Yeah. And I totally can see that as I'm watching it. Like, it doesn't at all feel like it's... uh, it's taking place in a camp because it's all about like Christian camp stuff. It's more just like a good setting to set up where our comedy and our story takes place, you know? Yeah. Because you can find comedy in a lot of different situations. The office, perfect example, every situation in life, whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether it's with your friends, uh-huh, get that friends, the show friends, um, whether it's how I met your mother or whatever, yeah. every single, <laughs> every single thing that we go on in life, you can find comedy in those things. And this one, they're saying, hey, we want to find comedy in this certain demographic and not making fun of, but saying, hey, let's, let's, let's look at comedy in, in, in you know, Christian camps and what can be funny there. And let me tell you, a lot of things can be funny. And they pointed <laughs> a lot of those out, and I thoroughly enjoyed those. Uh, well, I don't, we don't want to say too many pieces of the, uh, of the movie, but these directors, they, didn't, they, haven't really, they haven't really directed much before. So if this is their first 
thing that they've really come out with. I know they did like a mini TV series called Exploring Cayman, um, For the Life of the World, Letters to the Exiles was a TV miniseries documentary, but really just something that they've done. Um, Directing-wise, this is their first thing, and their first thing out the bat, I think they did actually a really good job in it. Because, well, also, this is a passion piece of theirs. So in the, in the media kit, they talked about this a lot. This movie was 10 years in the making. Like they would they would they would shoot pieces of it on their phone and little cameras here and there with, you know, you know, kids and different people, and it was just a small little, you know, passion project, and then slowly but surely, the, you know, they started getting other things to start doing, you know, producing of uh um like producing Exploring Cayman, Alien Arrival, A Beautiful pr- uh, Prison, um these little TV mini series, but this was still a a a passion project of theirs that it actually came to full fruition, right, Jay? the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, full fruition, and I think it's a really good job. And you can tell, that's the one thing that I really do enjoy this movie. You can tell the, the love that was put into this movie. Like, it wasn't just, hey, I want to make a piece that makes fun of Christian camps, or I want to make something for the overall goal of just, like, spewing, not hate, you know, yeah. just running other people through the mud. No, it's like, hey... <clears throat> You can tell that probably one of both of these, one or both of these directors went to a Christian camp as a kid. They were all about it. And now they've grown up and they're like, dude, that was weird. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, man, but it was actually kind of fun. Remember how you got so into it? You're all like, oh, Jesus, bingo, you know, kind of a thing. (laughs) And you got so into it that there was delicacy and care that was still put into this. Yeah, I don't know. I never, I don't think any of us felt attacked personally through it. Like, none of us really felt. Like we were being made fun of for ever being in the church, you know. I I never felt that way personally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. But I did. I did. I well, yeah. No, I'm not gonna say I did. I did feel that there was a, a lot of love into this movie to the point that this is the first thing they've really directed. And recently, I just watched a mini featurette behind the scenes documentary of Jurassic Park, and there was an interview with Steven Spielberg, and he said, you know, anyone can really direct a movie if you have something that you love. And that you're passionate about, and if you have a vision, that's about it, really. Mm. Because you tell the DP what you want, you know, someone that's really experienced. And you're like, I just want this, and you tell the actress, this is what I'm trying to get across, and stuff like that. So the feel of the movie that they were trying to get across, they executed it very well, and you can tell that. And I'm not saying that, oh, you know what, I, I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't expect them to be good directors on anything else because this is just a passion project. They did something else. They really don't want. No, I'm just saying that they knocked it out of the park. The first movie that they came across, that they, not they came across, they, that they started doing is a passion project. They did a really good job, and you can tell the, the love that they put into this thing for the years because it actually landed with audiences that you know are you know a state away, and it's a small indie film. You know, Jay, yeah. you're a lot more into indie films than even I am. As someone who's watched their fair share of indie films, where does this one, as far as like quality and all that, where does that line up with you? I think it was really solid. Like there's some times where you can tell um, early efforts from some indie, you know, production companies or directors or whatever, especially if it's a comedy almost has like a meandering, like, where's this going? Almost like a improv sketch that's gone on a little too long. Yeah. But this never had that. It was very tightly paced Mm -hmm. and every joke, like, had a really solid setup, a really solid landing, and then they moved on. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. I think it was a pretty solid effort, you know? Yeah. No, actually, that's a really good point, because now that, that I do think about that as well, yeah, 
and that's one thing that I hate more than anything is 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 bad improv. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I hate more than anything. But this movie, like especially Gary Busey, like no one can get big. Gary Busey. Busey. Oh. He he like can I just say I love I love that they work into the plot like poor Gary Busey's face which one just okay so Gary Busey you know he's not the most handsomest dude on earth he's, <laughs> I think he's a good looking guy <laughs> but they work it into the dialogue that like his in the war off. his yeah. face got... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, but that's... even when he's like playing music and he's like. Blah, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> like it was he's just such a nut. It, 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 he's so crazy, and they and they got him as like the crazy camp director kind of a thing. And then you have the cool camp counselor and the and the you know the nerdy trying so hard to yeah. save a soul camp counselor and you know kind of a thing. Like it was just so well done and well executed that um, if you're out there and you're looking for a good movie to kind of just like over the weekend, if you want something funny to watch. I would totally recommend this movie. That's something that I would recommend. I'm not going to give it like a, you know a certain rating from zero to ten. I would just say from Danny the Opinioner, I would recommend this. Especially, oh, here's the thing. Oh, I have to cover it with this. There's different levels of people's people who are sensitive to this topic, which is like I know if my mom watched this movie, she would get offended. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I got a sense of humor. So, um. <laughs> If you want a good laugh over the weekend and you want to see what the opinioners' childhoods were like at camp. <laughs> and if you want to learn the official language of Christianese. Yes, right? Christianese. Jay, last minute thoughts? Final thoughts for me is it just has a great feel. The music is solid. And yeah. <laughs> like, I have a friend in Jesus. <laughs> Um, the music is great. The characters are likable, and all in all, it just plays for a nice, you know, comedy to just kind of unwind at the end of a long day and have a few good laughs. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's it's meant. And I think what I was trying to get, I would thoroughly thoroughly recommend this. And if you grew up in the church, if you're not in the church, like I said earlier, it's for people who are, uh, are of the faith and not. And people who can appreciate their childhood and appreciate, you know, some, you know, a good laugh and find humor in, you know, self-analysis and like, oh, that's kind of silly, the stuff that happens. It can, it can very well be done. It's not a movie for one sect of people. Um, it's a movie to be enjoyed by people of, of all faiths and, and that can be, um, and, and it can, they can find humor, humor in themselves and humor in, in situations. Kyle? It is not a perfect movie, but... It is not like any other Christian movie because it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Most Christian movies are not. Um, And yeah, it it really, um, it's a good time. I'll leave it at that. It's a good time. (laughs) You know, they have the Master Carpenter. Uh, (laughs) They have a Master Carpenter challenge in the God Games. Last Supper Pie Eating Concert. Yeah. My favorites. It's really good. It's really good. So yeah, again, this movie is not just for people of the Christian faith. These are people for that are looking for a good comedy over the weekend. Thoroughly enjoyed. If you're looking for a weekend movie to to laugh with your friends, um, of of all religion based, Kyle, what are your thoughts? Closing thoughts. You know, the, it's not like 
just comedic the entire way through. I think there are some like genuine like feel good and like almost like kind of feel bad for some people moments for me because I don't know if this is saying too much about the movie, but we talked about Jimmy Tastro's character, Clayton, who's he's the cool like um camp counselor, the one everybody wants to be with. Um and you know, he's like idolized in his community, but <clears throat> you learn he he does like these video journals throughout the movie and he'll say things like, you know, yeah, I'm starting day one at my Christian counsel Christian counseling camp, uh, where I actually matter. And statements <laughs> like that, like they're funny. They're funny as hell, but like it's it, it, it makes you think that this guy, like this this summer is all he lives for because he's <laughs> super cool there, but at public school he is the Christian camp counselor. That's like that's not like gonna get him voted most popular in his yearbook, you know, like that's and uh, that's that's how it was for a lot of Christian camp counselors. They like to go back to them because they are looked up to there and not treated like a um not treated in a you know, in a like Jimmy Jimmy's character said that he's actually matters there, you know. So um there were some like just I thought not just even in the comedic aspects, just in the r- reality of that subculture aspect that I thought the movie touched on pretty well there. So, all in all, very enjoyable movie. Acting, done very well. You got some kid actors in there, you got some top actors in there, and Gary Boosie, Jimmy Tatro. Um, Story-wise, can't, 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 uh, can't, can't praise it enough. It's a great story. Um, it was written rather, really well, like Jason said, the pacing, the editing, everything that was done, um, done very well. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go into too much in detail. I don't want to spoil too much of the movie because uh, we actually just watched it again um, right before we started recording. Um, production quality, very well done. Directing, you can see the love and passion that they had for this project. So everything that uh, that we would uh, consider to be a well-made movie of comedy and everything here at Opinioneering, everything that makes a good comedy doesn't matter whether it's uh, Christian-based or not. Um, it was very well done. So... It is seminary student approved. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, are you going to take this movie back to your seminary friends? Oh, I'm taking the youth group, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to look more on Camp Mana, look at their website, www.campmanathemovie.com. On Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Camp Mana. Instagram, Camp Mana Movie. Twitter, Camp Mana Movie. Um, also, Tumblr, Camp Mana Movie. MySpace. Hashtag Camp Mana Movie. So go ahead and check them out. Also, you can uh, rent them on Amazon Prime. I think that one was like three bucks. Yeah, I think it's it's four for HD and three for standard. Yeah, and totally worth it for me. So guys, make sure you go check out the movie. Support them. These are great independent directors that are you know making a name for themselves. They made a great product, a very great passion product. We wish them nothing but the best. Uh, the two Eric's. Um, uh, the writers also of, the, of those movies and the production company. So please go support them. We couldn't say that even more. Um, for everyone here at Opinioneering, my name is Danny. We have Jason and our special guest in Kyle. Awesome. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Opinioneering, Twitter at Opinioneering, and on Instagram at Opinioneering. Also go like, share, subscribe on Apple iTunes and write us an Apple iTunes review. Thank you all again and talk to you all later.